So, this is Vibe Drop episode 121. Wow, they are piling up quickly. Woo! But episode 121 brings back an old friend to the podcast. Woo! We got a mobile gaming reviewer extraordinaire. He's back. He's here. He's on Vibe Drop. We'll start now. What's up, people? This your boy, Viper, the man about tech. And welcome back to another episode of Viper Drive. This is the podcast about tech hosted by the man about tech. And tonight, an old friend returns to the podcast. We got a mobile gaming reviewer extraordinaire. We got Thunder E. We got the colonel. We got the man who got bored at work, so he came on YouTube and became one of the greatest technical creators of the platform history. We got Mr. Bored at Work. What's up, bro? How you doing? <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Sorry, uh, Tonda E is not here right now. You know, Tonda Figala is here because I'm with my guy Viper, and we are drinking some Japanese whiskey, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Anyway, you know, Viper, I was very hungry. You didn't invite me sooner. You know, I expected to be back at least one or two more times, you know. Well, what you happened? Know, you know what, Colonel? That's, that's my bad, Colonel. That's my bad. You know, I got busy. The guests starting to pile up. But, you know, we got you here tonight. We live, Colonel. We live. So you're I, back. I, I know, you know, now you're a famous guy. You know, everybody wants to be on your show. <laughs> I'm very important, you know. I, I like I like being here. I like talking, you know, about technology and all the very good things that, you know, people like. So, Anyway, I'm, I'm seeing some people give me salutes. I want to just say, give a shout out to Hell Hefe, you know, my guy. That's my guy in San Francisco there. I love all these people. But um, before we continue, uh, Viper, can we say a word for a sponsor? Because, you know, I'm, you know, coronavirus has made things very hard for us. I have seven wives and it's very difficult. So I have to pay. You got, you got several. I heard through the grapevine, you only got one left, man. Shh, shh. <laughs> You cannot look, look, rumors and speculations cannot be stated. Just like the galaxy notes, I cannot comment on rumors and speculation. Okay. I got you. I got you. You, you want to shout out some of your sponsors? Go ahead, man. Which one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now, I want to take Samsung for not sponsoring me yet. But <laughs> Samsung, you know, I love you guys. I love the galaxy notes. I've featured in many videos. You have seen me in Super Sav video. Please pay for my plane tickets. I just need one ticket on my plane, okay? First class is okay. Also, I want to take Apple, you know? I, I know I don't mention a lot of Apple products, but, you know, Apple, I love you, you know, because <laughs> the Apple of my high, and I really love all your technology, and, you know, you have a lot of money. So if Apple can just give me one AirPod, one, uh, you, know, you know, the AirPod, right? AirPod, mm-hmm. um, you know, one HiMac, and, um, you know, one uh, iPad, it's okay. That's all I need, you know. Thank you. Yo, we will forward that message to Tim Cook at the spaceship at Cooper Team. Exactly. I know you're good friends with Tim. You know, you know, me and Tim, right? Tim is my guy. Tim, me, me and Tim, we go way back. We go way back. <laughs> me and Tim, we, we used to just hang out all the time, but you know, Tim has forgotten me. Tim, I'm hmm? right here. I am right here to help what? you. Because you know what? The, the good people of Singala do not know Apple products well. I can help you introduce it, like the new uh, iPhone Hesse. The SE is perfect. It's a perfect phone. Look, right now, I will tell everybody the iPhone SE is the best phone ever, as long as you people pay. That's it. It's the best phone ever. Just give me at least like 200000 It's fine. 200000 Oh, the kernel went dark on us. We got audio, but we don't have, we don't have video. Uh-oh. Hey, what happened? What happened? What happened? See? Okay, there we go. Sorry. I pressed <laughs> button, button. You know, sometimes when you're drinking, uh, you know. Whiskey is buttons. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> so the colonel, first question I got for you is how come we don't see more of you in Thunder E video, man? Why didn't he try to hold you down? Why didn't he keep holding you down? You know that guy's selfish. <laughs> right, right, right. What's selfish. Else? I mean, anytime I make a video, you know, like you know, Saf D Super Saf D this video on the uh, Galaxy Note 10, right? Right, right. And Super Saf sent a special request for me. I, I did the video, the whole comment, they didn't mention Tondai, who's that guy? Nobody likes him. I mean, they said, we want Connor Sigala, and Sigala showed up, you know? But it's not because of that, it's because, you know, right now I'm on a, I'm on a mission, you know, on a humanitarian mission to help save a lot of wonderful women out there. I'm just saying because 
you know, times are tough. But I will be back as a concert gala. You know, I'm trying to be selective. You know, you cannot be everywhere. You know, Viper, you know it. You cannot do everything. No, absolutely. You know? You're a special person. I, that's why I like you. You and me are the same. You know, look at our sunglasses. Oh, yeah, we're like kindred spirit. I'm sweating here. It's very hot. My AC is not on. But, um, yeah, I will be back in more videos. So, you know, People just tell me what kind of videos you want me to make, you know? Like I did the Valentine's Day video where I was in the, in the bathtub with okay. bubbles, you know? <laughs> I, I, I can do that video again. I can also do a video uh, talk, giving you tips and tricks, how to, you know, how to date. If you want dating <laughs> tips, I'll show you how to do the dating tips. It's fine. Um, I'll also give you uh, technology help, you know? If you want to buy tech tips for your wife or girlfriend or girlfriends, you know, if you're like me, then I'll give you tips for that too. So... Just uh, leave your suggestions in the comments. <laughs> Colonel, it sounds like you have a lot of ideas. So the people want to know, will you ever start your own YouTube channel since Sunday likes to hate on you all the time? Uh, it's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah, difficult. Okay, okay. Diffi I leave YouTube for the experts. I saw somebody ask me what Colonel was drinking right here. See? It's <laughs> Hakashi whiskey. This is good stuff right here. Can I, can I give you the food? Yeah, you can see it right here. Good, it's a good whiskey. It's Japanese whiskey. Wow. This was given to me by my good friend, uh, Dion Locker. You know, Ooh, David Dion Locker. Yeah, Ooh. Dion Locker David. He gave me that. It's very good. It's very smooth. Like when you drink it, right? It just warm you up inside, cool your soul. Your soul stays very cool. You know, you feel wow. very relaxed. So it's good. Looks like you're vibing over there, man. It looks like you're vibing over there. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> so, Curdle, we got, we got a, I know you're a big Samsung fan. And we got a Samsung event coming up here next week. They're set to unveil five devices, Colonel. Five devices. So, what are your thoughts on this upcoming Samsung Unpacked event next week? You know, I'm I'm very excited. But you see, I'm excited for one device. The you know the rumored Galaxy Fold Two. Oh, That's yeah. it. Oh yeah. Because you know when you're like me and you rule a country and you're very powerful, you must have the most powerful device. You know. <laughs> Where's, you know, where it's a foldable with a pen. But you know, that pen is very strong. Like I used to write the check, right? right? Or pay, or sometimes I used to pay child support. But, you know, used to write check. So the pen is very strong and it's very mighty. I think it's very worthwhile for you to be using. So for me, the, the Galaxy Fold, you know, that's a Galaxy Bud Live. It's, it's interesting, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a big Galaxy Note guy, but some of the rumors, I, I'm not liking some of the rumors I've seen, you know. Plastic or glastic or <laughs> glastastic. What is glastastic? Can you explain to me? I mean, Samsung. Samsung, you make glass, you make meryl, you don't make plastic. Plastic is for cheap people. Do I look cheap? No. <laughs> now, you know that the Galaxy Fold is not going to have F Pen support, right? You, you know, you understand that. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Look at me. I'm looking with you in my eyes. I don't show people my eyes. <laughs> I'm serious, man. That, that's a rumor. You're vexing me. That's a rumor. I, I mean, mean, come on. I feel very vexed. Galaxy, no, no. The Galaxy Fold 2 should have pen. I mean, I mean, I, but I'm with you. It should, but I don't think it will. Is it because it's expensive? If it's expensive, you know, me and you, Viper, me and you, we can pay for it. It's okay. I mean, you pay for most of it, but not me. So. <laughs> no, you you know why it's not going to have F-Pen support? It's because of that the uh, durability issues on that display, man. They're, they're using that your ultra-thin glass or what they want you to think is ultra thin glass. You know how it is. No, I, okay, okay. I, I, I see, I see. I mean, so next year, next year. Is this saving, yeah. saving a little extra, a little extra for next year? Yeah, I see, yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah, so if you really need that pin support on the Fold 2, you might want to hold on to the Fold 3, maybe. But I mean, the Fold 2 is still going to be pretty impressive, I think. Yeah, I mean, it is. But, you know, when you have Hess Pen on there, um, you know, think think about it this way, right? You have the Hess Pen, right? See, okay, I have the Galaxy Note in my hand here, right? I take the Hess Pen, right? That you know, you know how they always say the pen is mightier than the sword. Mm. You know, when I committed my coup and overthrew the country, I didn't shoot anybody. I used the pen. <laughs> Very simple. You know, you just write and sign a few things, and plus you can use like you know remotes. You change your channel. You know, look yeah. at it. You know, swipe on your Tinder left. Sorry, not Tinder. I don't use Tinder anymore. <laughs> I, I forgot. Excuse you me. can use your F pen to cancel people too, right? You know. Mm -hmm, how I, mm -hmm. yep, yep. <laughs> You understand, you understand. No, See, I, understand. I feel you. I got I, you. I like it, Viper. But you know what? Hold on a second, Mike. Hold on a second. Let me just let me just change my camera first for a second. Hold on, hold on. Oh, oh. Yeah, I, I will be right back. I'll be right back. It's okay. And I think we've been joined by Mr. Border Work Thunder E. What's up, man? 
Yeah, yeah. The colonel took a break. He a break. decided to run to the bathroom. That kind of thing. <laughs> no, back, right? I didn't know the colonel used the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, sorry, the gold throne. My bad. My bad. Gold, the gold, gold throne? Is what you just called it? That's what he calls it. The gold throne. The gold throne. <laughs> you know what he really does in there, right? He, he's out there, he's out there contracting hits in the bathroom. That's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. See, that's why you don't give him stuff, man. Like, you know, he starts doing this illegal stuff. Left to right. Can't have that. We, we, I keep it on the down low. I got you. I got you. So I was just talking to the colonel about this upcoming Samsung event next weekend. He was looking forward to the Fold 2, but he was disappointed to find out that there will be no f support on the Fold 2. What do you think about the uh, the Samsung event next week, Mr. Thunder E? I mean, I mean, I can see why there's no s Pen support. Um, the, what do you call it? The Z Flip had the, you know, the micro, micro glass, which it is glass. It's just mm -hmm. really, really thin. Right. So... I can see, you know, people putting pressure, tapping on there, all that stuff. Like, you're going to have issues. So you might as well just skip that for now. Um, but just like the colonel said, I'm a little perplexed with the the Galaxy Note rumors. I mean, the Glastic, some of the specs, not necessarily, especially with, like, European models, right? They get an Exynos 990, right. which is old, number mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. It's... It was behind the 865 already, and then it's going to be way behind the 865 plus. Right. So if you live in like you know Europe, UK, other parts of the world, it doesn't make any sense for you to get that version, right? Right. I don't know why they keep rocking with it, but there have been rumors lately that Samsung is planning to abandon Qualcomm and make their own chipset with AMD. I mean, they, they have been those rumors. I, I saw, so I was looking at something. I saw um, some rumors about the AMD C7 chipset, which is supposed to, in terms of GPU performance, smokes everyone, even Apple, every, out of competition. But then again, AMD is, they, they make decent GPUs, at least for PCs. So they have some experience there, right, in that, in that fashion. But... I don't see them abandoning Qualcomm. I think more like most likely this is the attempt to boost Exynos in there, so that at least you know they now have something comparable in the first place. Because AMD doesn't have an experience in mobile chipsets, they can probably do some things really nice, but they don't have that initial experience. So even if they switch over the first chipset, it's not going to be it's not going to be mind-boggling. It'd probably be really good on certain things like the GPU. But then, you know, like Wi-Fi connectivity, you know, uh, 5G, which Qualcomm's very good at, like that kind of stuff, like you still, it's going to be learning pain. So oh, yeah. I think it's one of those things where they try to, to boost Exynos and hopefully fix, because Exynos GPU performance is not as good as, as uh, Snapdragon. No. But also, because that GPU form performance is missing, some of the things that you miss is, you know, the rumor is 865, not rumor, 865 can do 8K... 24 frames per second or 30, I think, and can do 4K 120, but Exynos 990 can't do it. So, which means the Galaxy Note 20 won't have that. Right. Because it's got a match, right? You can't have different features in each device. So, you know, I, I, I kind of understand why the Galaxy Note 20 is this. And when I say the Galaxy Note 20, I mean the baseline. But we all know, we all know the real Note 20 is the Note 20 Plus or Note 20 Ultra, whatever they decide to call it. That's the real note because that could have the Snapdragon 865 Plus. That can have all the bells and whistles that you are accustomed to with the Galaxy Note phone. Mm -hmm. And the thing that really confuses me about the regular Note 20 and the Note 10 before it last year is that while Samsung is trying to make a like a more watered down device to appeal to a wider market uh, because of uh, it's a it's a different price. The price is still a thousand dollars. Like what, what is this? Yeah, I mean the the price is up there. So so my my thinking is the Note twenty price it, price would be my I'm this is just me guessing. I'm thinking it might because the Note twenty doesn't have an SD card. It's missing a few things. Also, supposedly sixty hertz display, not one twenty. Right. I'm thinking we're looking at seven hundred or seven fifty. Seven fifty for that. I think they're going. I think they're going right back to a thousand. That's what I think. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say if I'll say eight hundred. Eight hundred dollars mm. for the Note Twenty. I mean, I mean that that would be more logical for me because the phone is vastly uh, inferior to the regular Note Twenty. But Samsung didn't seem to care last year, and even with a global pandemic going on this year, they still came in with the S Twenty Ultra at fourteen hundred dollars. So Samsung come well, well I would say tone them. Ultra was going to come out no matter what because it was. Remember, it came out in February. 
So pricing, like everybody has set that stuff in stone. Like remember pandemic hit us just around February, March. So there was no way you're going to change that, that stuff. But for the notes, this is this might be the attempt. Like to me, if they price it at 700 for the note 20, then I'm like, okay, I can, right. I can forgive. Right. You know, 800 is pushing it, but I can still go like, I get where you're going with. Mm -hmm. Now with the ultra, I hope the ultra, if it starts at a thousand, the rumors are 256. So at least storage wise, you're mm -hmm. getting much better storage, which is something they've always tried to increase every year. So right. it, to me is if the ultra starts at, a thousand two fifty six SD card and then all the features, then fine. But the Note twenty seven forty nine. But most likely, I'm thinking it's going to be seven ninety nine. I don't know, man. I heard I thought the rumors out there that yeah, the Note twenty Ultra or Note twenty Plus, whatever they're going to call it, is going to start at like thirteen fifty. I mean, I gotta believe. I'm like I said, I gotta believe it's going to be up there. I don't think Samsung's going to dumb it down. They like they they don't seem to care about how they price their phone. <laughs> I don't know, but maybe I hope I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they make the Note 20 uh, more accessible to people. But the real interesting thing e, is what will they start to price that for the Fold 2? That's what I'm really interested in. 1900 still? Probably, yeah, probably. Wait, I mean, to me, to me, the Fold at 1900 is fine. It's not meant for everybody. It shouldn't be. Plus, the market hasn't grown for the price to drop down. The only other competition was Huawei, but because Huawei has gone through so much shit. Yeah. So there's no competition for the price. No. So, so if they make it at two thousand, I mean, fine with them. Like it's it is what it is, and it's it's okay there at that price. Um, but for me, it's it's an, I mean, it's the note because one of the things that's interesting is that Samsung, as you, you know, we've seen with the the OnePlus Nord launch, right? Mm -hmm. OnePlus has come back and said, okay, we've we've made the flagship killer again. It's priced really well. I mean, India is priced at three hundred thirty-five bucks, right? For the device um 400 it's not coming to us yet i will put because most likely i think it's going to come with like carrier deals with verizon or t-mobile right for the holidays right but when you look at what this device does right it, it it covers your basic needs and a little bit more right as an android user you can't go wrong picking up the nord but samsung makes devices that sell really well in that price point the only difference to me between the Nord and, say, the Galaxy A51 is the chipset, Exynos. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the only difference there. So the Galaxy A50 was the best-selling Samsung device from last year. Mm -hmm. The A51 is also selling really well because it's like $399, 400 I think, right. for it. But it runs an Exynos chipset, which means camera processing is not as great number one. And number two, you also have issues with um, um, just like device speeds and things like that. So my thing is, I hope Samsung really reassesses things and like streamlines their, their array of devices. Because, you know, I mean, we're going to get an S20 fan edition. We're going to get an S20 Lite. You know, they're going to do that again. We're going <laughs> to get a Note 20 Lite as well. Oh, yeah. Like, like just cut it down. Like just give us, yeah. give us, give us three S twenties. Give us three notes, and then give us like an A that is really solid and cheap. And you're like, good. That'll be cool. Call it a day. Shout out to those y'all listening on audio only this week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Vibe Job with me and my man Thunder E. Border Work. Appreciate you guys coming out for each and every episode of the podcast. If you guys want to go check out Border Work and all his content. His information will be in the show notes, so definitely go check him out. He is legit. Also, if you want to support the podcast or donate, uh, those links will be in the show notes as well. Not required, but anything that you're willing to contribute, greatly, greatly appreciate it. But the most important thing, though, is if you happen to be listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, I need you guys to go leave a rating or review because that helps more people discover the podcast. And like I keep saying, we're trying to get back to that top 200 of tech podcast on Apple Podcasts, so please if you have a moment, please leave a rating overview for Vibe Drive over on Apple Podcast. And thank you for listening to another episode of Vibe Drive. Nice. Uh, I want to ask a, a comment by that poet. He says, the North takes horrible photos, apparently. Has no idea what to do with clouds, for example. I will say that person, whoever mentioned that, has not updated the device because there were a couple of camera updates. 
And go and check out Danny Wingate's video on the Nord versus the SE versus the iPhone and also SuperSaf. They, they both did some really nice um, comparisons there. Um, the Nord's camera is the same camera as the OnePlus 8. So, but also that camera has gotten a bunch of updates as well. So right. um, I would say it, it does a good job, especially for where it's priced at and the competition it has. Gotcha. So are there any other devices that Samsung is set to announce at this unpack that you're looking forward to besides the Note in the Fold? I know there's the Galaxy Buds Live. Uh, live. There's live. The, there's the Watch, there's the uh, Galaxy Watch 3. Um, I think they're, I think they're, they might be. And the two off. tablets. And Tablet, okay. Supposedly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's, it's the, it's the, the Galaxy Buds Live. I love audio headphones. I mean, for those of y'all that are listening to audio, right behind him, his whole wall is decked out with headphones. There has to be at least 20, 30 headphones on his wall. Like he, when he says he's into audio, he's not exaggerating. He is literally into audio. Yeah, it's about 50. <laughs> My bad. My bad. I was off by 20. <laughs> yeah, some, something like that. Something like that. But, um, but yeah, the Galaxy Buds Live, the rumor says it's going to be about 4.5 hours of battery life, which is lower than standard. Now it's about five standard. Uh, but the design, I'm I'm curious about the design because this is very different from everyone else. Yeah. Um, and to me, if it stays in, that's going to be something that I'm like, okay, cool. I like, kind of like because it's very flush. No one can really see it. That kind of thing. As long as it's as long as it's to me, as long as it sounds as good as the Galaxy Buds Plus, then we're good. I mean, if I, it doesn't, I, then you know. Yeah, I find it. it. I, I kind of find it hard to imagine that they would sound worse than the Bud Plus. Um, the Bud Plus, and this is me coming from the captain of the team, Apple. The Bud Plus sound just as good as the AirPod Pro. There's literally no sound difference to me. Um, there are some people out there that say that the AirPod Pro sound better or the Bud Plus sound better. I'm like, no, I got them both. They sound the same. I mean, I mean, I would always argue that the Bud Plus are a better value just because they're a hundred dollars cheaper and they actually have an app that can enhance their functionality and things like that. So, I mean, take that for what it worth. Mm -hmm. But the Galaxy Buds Live that is coming up next week at this event. They're supposed to have noise cancellation. You know they're gonna have that Galaxy Wear app. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it's gonna be pretty interesting to see. Like, like a e can they stay in the ears because the design they're shaped like a bean? But I think it's kind of interesting because if you look at the shape of your inner ear, it is literally designed. It looks like a bean. So mm -hmm. it almost would stand to reason that they should naturally fit in your ear and stay there. Although we know that all of our ears are differently shaped, so obviously that's not gonna be the case. But yeah, man, it's just I'm wondering why he's pointing liquor at me, but okay. <laughs> nah, technical T asked me what am I drinking. So I was just showing it while you were talking. I didn't want to cut through it. I just, oh. just wanted to, to show it so he can see and you know, it's all good. That's all. He that was it. That stuff. was it. That was it. Figure that fancy stuff. <laughs> but yeah, like I was like, I was talking about the shape of the bean or the shape of the buzz live. They look they're shaped like a bean. Your inner ear is literally shaped like a bean. So theoretically, they should fit better than any earbuds that come before them, but we have to wait and see because we know everybody's ears are different. Yeah. No, no I mean that's true. I mean, we'll see how it, it turns out. Uh, but the thing about it is that the you know they've got a lot to announce. I hope they stagger out the release for everything they're announcing. So my guess would be you know, the notes going to be first, right? The notes and the tablets and the accessories will be first. And I think the, to me, the fold is probably going to come out later. It probably closer to around the iPhone launch because it's something else you release around that, that time frame. Okay. So I actually have some thoughts or I not thought I have some uh, links about this. So I guess I will share those now. Um, so I talk a lot with Mac Weinbach, as you know, he'll be on the podcast on Thursday of the week, but, uh, Max told me that, and I think uh, actually Max and Greg on TV both confirmed that on August the 7th, the Z Flip 5G will be released, which makes sense because the Z Flip is already out there, so no point in holding that back. So mm -hmm. they have updated, I think they have a newer version coming out with an updated processor, processor and 5G on board. So the Z Flip 5G coming out on the 7th. The Note 20 is supposed to be coming out on August 21st, so a couple of weeks after the Z Flip makes sense. I mean, they're, uh, the, the event is on the 5th. Usually so the Two to three weeks later. Yeah, yeah. Two to three weeks later, after after the event, the Note phone will be uh, released. As far as the release date of the Galaxy Fold, I've heard from now from Greg and Max Weinbach both. They are confirming that the Fold has a release date of September 18th, which is kind of interesting because uh, normally I actually know I, usually it will be interesting because normally it will put it right in the target hairs of the iPhone release, but I think iPhones are going to be delayed 
So actually, the Fold 2 might have a clean release this year without any iPhone interference because I, I fully expect iPhones to be delayed this year. But yeah, the release date of the Fold 2 will be September 18th. So as you were saying earlier about that staggered release, it does seem to line up that way. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense too. Plus, um, looking at how, like looking at how things are, especially with this whole climate, everything, the pandemic that's been going on is, you, if you're going to release the Fold, you're going to release it as a specialty device, mm -hmm. separate, not part of this whole package. And if you're going to have a cheaper note, and I'm, I am the one who's just claiming that they're looking at 750, 800, right? <laughs> uh, but if you're going to look at a cheaper note, at least a note that there's a cheaper variant of it, and then of course you can scale up. That's fine, right? Then Samsung can always say that, hey, look, there's a note for you, right? There's, there's something you can, can pick up in there. So I, I, I think a staggered release makes sense. Plus, we don't have launch events anymore. Like we don't have physical events anymore. Right. We don't have, so the staggered release allows for also staggered, uh, honestly, they'll probably, I think they'll probably go with staggered videos as well, where they're probably gonna start seeding different creators with different devices, mm -hmm. because now you can just kind of split like a, some tablets here, a watch here, fold, because then you now can spread it out as opposed to, you think about it, if it was just a physical event, everybody just rush and re record videos on the note on the notes, and that's it. Right. You know, we're like, okay, here's the note, and then we're like, okay, but they announced the watch, it looked cool though. Like, what happened? And you find like 10 videos about it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, I think uh I think Samsung will definitely be smart to stagger their video because like I said, once these iPhones come out, it's gonna be uh gonna be a wrap. So they need to make sure they can stagger them catch the uh properly schedule their videos and releases and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, Galaxy Buzz Live, Note 20, Fold 2, uh, some tablets. I keep telling y'all the best tablet, or the best Android tablet is an iPad. It, it, don't, don't, don't shoot the messenger, it is what it is. But I mean, Samsung keeps hammering at the tablet game, so shout out to Samsung, they're doing their thing. <laughs> I, no, just, I mean, no, Samsung makes the best Android tablet. Oh, absolutely. The, the problem with Android tablets is not the manufacturers. It has nothing to do with that. They, they make solid hardware. Right? Even Huawei tablets are really cool. Mm -hmm. It's the software. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally well, it. Google like, doesn't even support technically yeah, anymore. <laughs> exactly. So uh, to to me, if I am Samsung, right, I would take, I would actually take Dex and make that into a tablet. Like take the idea of what they've done on Dex on a, on a smartphone because like they keep updating Dex like quietly. And anytime you plug it in, you're like, oh, this really feels like a desktop experience. I'm like, take that make it more of the core of the of the of the you know galaxy tab because hey then you can show that you can actually do a work you know you can replace a laptop kind of like the ipad you know is, is doing right mm -hmm. I, and then just ditch whatever google is doing just like you know what just <laughs> yeah you can download your android app sure that's on the site <laughs> but i don't care about that. yeah know. because we see that google doesn't even support officially support tablet software anymore they they bowed out like three years ago so yeah, Samsung is really the only one that's keeping the Android tablet market afloat. They're doing the best they can, but the iPad and ran rough shot through all of that like five times over. So it is what it is with that. But I want to I want to uh, segue into the next generation console war because I know you had so you had some thoughts about this, and I see you over there wearing your Xbox shirt. I think it's all cute and cuddly, but it's not looking good for Microsoft right now. Like, oh, you are wrong. All right, are you doing, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you into, I'm gonna let you into it in a minute, but. I think it was yesterday I put out like a whole like thesis about how I'm not a big fan of Game Pass because I feel like Microsoft is focusing too much on Game Pass as it relates to trying to promote their next generation console instead of promoting the things that actually make the console itself, the Series X, worth buying. You are going neck and neck with Sony to sell your box. I mean, yes, Game Pass is fine and I understand it's prosumer and things like that and I respect that. But when we talk about trying to sell the box itself, you need to highlight things that the bot can do that Sony can't do or things that the bot can do that your already existing app bot can't do. And to this point, Microsoft has done nothing to highlight the advantages of the Series X. And I, I mean, good in Game Pass is, I mean, that doesn't make me want to rush out and buy a Series X. So mm -hmm. I see you wear your Xbox shirt. So why don't you get into it? All right. So, so, so put it from the standpoint, none of them have done anything to, to convince me to buy it. I'll put it that way. I'm a PC gamer. So whatever graphics you oh, see don't on, you your play, your <laughs> on your place, on whatever PlayStation shows to me is nothing. Cause I had that a couple of years ago. 
So I'm coming from that standpoint. That's yeah. like my own basic standpoint. Mm -hmm. But I get it with the console idea of we want to sell a console. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy Microsoft has decided not to fight the war that, that they will lose to Sony. No matter how they do it, they will always lose to Sony because Sony has a fan base that they cannot interject into. It's just not going to happen. Sony. So, so here's the thing, right? I have bought an Xbox and a PlayStation. But what is a PlayStation best known for? Sony would Sony fanboys will tell you the great games. This, like it's not great games, great single player games. To be factual, great single player games. All the great PlayStation games you can talk about: God of War, Uncharted, um, uh, Last of Us, uh, the new Samurai one, um, the Ghost of um, Tsushima. Yep. Right? They are all single player experiences. Right. Right. So that's what they do well, and that's and that's great. What Microsoft has done well is multiplayer. But what multiplayer allows you to do, and I and I like their business strategy because it reminds me of what Nintendo did to break away from all this. Remember, Nintendo, if you go back 10 years, Nintendo was in the race with them too. The last console they had they tried to do was the Wii U, which failed. Actually, not even the Wii U, go back more than that. It was the GameCube was the last performance console. That's way back. They couldn't compete. So what did they do? They went with a blue ocean strategy, meaning be number two in a, in a race of three people, you will be number one. And when the Wii came out, the Wii destroyed every console in sales simply because you're going to have Xbox and PlayStation fanboys, but both of them were going to buy a second console that's cheaper, and that's a Wii. So Microsoft is now doing exactly the same thing. Because of this I like the strategy. It doesn't mean that they will execute it, by the way. I'm not saying that they will execute it well or worse, but I like the idea of Game Pass because of one simple thing. If Microsoft starts showing, like, look at it this way. If Microsoft starts getting more third parties, which they started doing on Game Pass, where I played Metal Gear 5 on Game Pass, I'm playing, I'm playing uh, Devil May Cry 5 now. I didn't have to buy the game. And I'm going, okay, I'll buy a PlayStation, right? Because I'm going to get all those exclusives I just mentioned. But I want to play Devil May Cry. Do I pay for it or I'm not going to get it in this subscription box anyway? So basically, they're saying you're always going to have Netflix no matter what. But because you're a HBO fan, you're going to get those HBO exclusives. So they're trying to put themselves in that argument there. And the fact they've got game streaming, the fact that you can play it on your PC. So I put it this way is that to me, I see Game Pass being, because Game Pass, the rumor now is, Actually, no rumor. They actually came out and said Game Pass and xCloud are going to be one service and it's going to be free. So xCloud is not, you're going to pay for you just As long as you pay for Game Pass, you have xCloud included. So I look at it this way. You own a PlayStation. You're all happy about it. You're like Xbox, no. But I can get Game Pass. I can just basically download the app on my Samsung TV or my Sony TV or my TCL TV, right? Connect the Xbox controller, I'm done. Simple. Like they don't care about saying, I don't think they care about saying the box because what's this Microsoft's company philosophy now? Services. Yeah. Windows is a service, right? Uh, terrible. Uh, no, no, Windows is not a service yet, but uh, Office is a service. It's not terrible. It's actually done them well. And it's actually done most consumers well because people are using, Win remember, Google came in and Google came in with Office, uh, their Office line of products, was kicking their ass for a while. And then Microsoft was like, look, have Office as a service. Office is still the best, it's still the best word processing document, you know, you can get. Right. And people are like, oh, cool. I just pay $10 a month or whatever. I'm good. And I get, you know, I get storage. I get the whole whatever com completely. So they're going that as gamers eventually, you will use that. And, and to me, what solidified it is COVID. COVID has really, and even for me too, because I got, I got, I got Game Pass for like my cousins. I got it for like, um, you know, uh, you know, my girlfriend's like a nephew. And I'm like, you can get all the parents are like, oh, this is great. Like I can pick and choose the games for them to play. That's the aspect they're going for. Now, as a, as a pure gamer, I get the idea of like, I want the power and performance, but the honest truth is both consoles are the same. Don't let anyone fool you. Yes, the um, PlayStation has a faster SSD. That's very true. But also, yes, the Xbox has a faster clock speed and also more teraflops. That's also true. But in, on paper, they have the same machine, right? So they've just said, look, machine-wise, it doesn't matter. And then I've listened to a couple of people and I've seen some rumors that Microsoft 
is literally looking at upgrading the Xbox constantly. So the people who are talking about the, the you know, performance boost to the core, because they have a service right now, I forgot what it's called, but you pay, 20, you pay $15 a month, you get an Xbox One X, S and Xbox, um, and, uh, uh, Xbox Live for $15 a month. Or you pay $25 a month, you get an Xbox One X. So, of course, that would translate over to the, to the Xbox One X. But then you just, they're taking the phone model because it's worked so well for phone industries, right? Why not just do that and just have the, you always have the most powerful Xbox, or you can just play anywhere you want. And I think that's the appeal they're going with because the company who makes the most amount of money from gaming, are there are two main companies. One is Apple. The other one is um, uh, the guys who make Fortnite. It's all subscription services and just like has nothing to do with the game anymore. It has nothing to do with that. So they're going, look, we will always have good games, but let's just make sure that we keep them constantly gaming. And COVID has really proven that because everyone is gaming now. Everyone and their grandmother is we're playing video. We're not in COVID forever, man. No, no, we're not going to be. But it means that the appetite is there. And it means that you can play through a game and look through it. Think about the costs. Game Pass is 100 and so it's what? It's 15 or $20 a month, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's $20 a month, Sorry, it's just fifteen dollars a month, not twenty. Sorry, so you're looking at like one hundred and eighty, hundred and ninety dollars a year for Game Pass, right? Mm -hmm. Sounds expensive, except if, as a gamer, I am, and the games I like to play, put the PlayStation titles aside. I love the Devil May Cry series. Like I play Tekken, right? Madden should you should never buy Madden in your life. People who buy Madden is just a roster update every year. That's what Madden is. So I'd rather get Madden as a subscription and play. Plus, I now get my Halo. I get my, you know, uh, Gears of War, all, all those games, but all the third-party games as well. That's already five games times 60 bucks. Tell me how much that costs. <laughs> First off, for a person that games like every day, all day, and all the time, I can understand your point. But if you're like a casual gamer, then Xbox Game Pass is kind of overkill, especially if you're not going to take advantage of all those games on the catalog anyway. And what if you like, what if you don't want Game Pass anymore? Then all those games you played and all that progress you made, you lose that as soon as you opt no, out. You, you, don't, you, don't lose, you don't lose the progress at all. It's still, well, you it's still, you, well, you lose the games. Well, technically, you, you do lose the yeah, progress. Yeah, you do lose the games. But I mean, you can buy the game and get the progress. Yeah, but, but, yeah, the, but the thing about it is, is that to me, for a parent, it makes more sense. It's the reason why we have Disney Plus, right? Right. Disney Plus to me makes no sense. I, I'm a big comic book fan and I love the Marvel movies and all that and all that stuff. But it's literally just for me to go watch Marvel movies I already watch in theaters, right? And Disney movies I already seen. But it's great if you have children. It is like a godsend oh, if yeah. you have children. So that's the same way the the equation is. And I get it from the gamer perspective, where as a gamer, and my camera now is frozen for whatever reason. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but as a gamer, it makes a whole lot of sense to say I can pick and choose. The reason why I've liked it is because they've actually added titles from third-party developers that I like um, that you can play. So that aspect is something they have to always solidify in there. And that's something you always have to prove, right? If you keep adding more of those kind of third-party titles, so the fact that they have Destiny there, which, you know, Destiny 2, which with all the all the updates and packs in there for free, is huge because even if you just like Destiny alone, that's like a hundred and something bucks already. So that's the kind of thing that to me that makes the most amount of sense. Another company, if if Nintendo did this, it's game over. Because Nintendo has the library of games that everybody oh, yeah. wants to play. Right. Yeah. So think of it from that perspective. You're we're looking at it just because it's Microsoft, but Microsoft is saying I can try and bring or third party because we have enough money to bring in Capcom, to bring in Activision, to bring in all this company. But if Nintendo did it, we're like, I get to play Smash Brothers, Mario all day, uh, Luigi Mansion, whatever. Like, I'm good. I'll take it. So I, I like the business model. I think it's the it's the idea that the consumer is not tied anymore. And I mean, look, Apple is even looking at that model themselves as well. I mean, like with the um, Apple Arcade, where they have a lot of great games, right? You're going, 
$5.99, I can easily play. And that's what they're trying to tell you is that you, you can leave your house, you can go on a road trip, and you can still play Xbox games wherever you want to. So I'm not saying they will do it right. I'm saying that to me, they actually have the best model possible. So this is something Microsoft has always tried to do, not this model specifically, but move gaming forward. Gaming has always been stopped by gamers saying, I want best graphics. And I'm like, no, you don't even have the best graphics in the first place. Go get a PC. Let's be real. Like, you don't. But you say you want the best graphics. So take a look at something that Microsoft could have broken off from everyone else. Microsoft had Connect with the Xbox. How many years ago? Almost seven, 10 years ago. This is before Alexa came out, right? Mm -hmm. Before Google Assistant. You could walk up into your room and say, Xbox, turn on, my, turn on my Xbox. You could give it commands. This is voice assistance before it came out. Why did it die? Gamers said, I don't want that stuff in my gaming. And Microsoft lost, like literally lost their way to having the first home assistant because gamers don't want to move forward. I'm happy with moving forward. I'm happy with great graphics. But I, as, a, as a PC gamer in the core, I'm going, console gamers don't know anything. I'm sorry if you're a console gamer. You don't know anything because you don't have the best graphics yet. You never Nobody will. Nobody cares about playing games on a PC, man. I bet you PC oh, Please. Tell that to be gaming with a lord over PC gaming. Actually, console about the overpacking PC gaming now with the generation console, my lord. But listen, man, you said that people, uh, you said that uh, something to the extent of uh, Microsoft knows that they're not going to get Sony fanboys to convert because the PlayStation fan base is loyal. Why is the PlayStation fan base loyal? Because they know they're going to get the best gaming experience because they're going to get the best games each and every time because Sony understands that at the heart of gaming is the games and the game experience. Something that Microsoft still has to the day has yet not figured out. I mean, no, again, I, I disagree. I don't think it's the heart of gaming experience. It's the type of games. I said it earlier. It's single play. Like, I will never play a multiplayer game on 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 the PlayStation. It's just worthless to me. Like service, number one. Number two, you don't even have the community for it. Number the thing is, I will not play a platformer on a PlayStation. It's not a platform driven. That's why I go to Nintendo for. That's why I go to play all platformers. But it's a single player adult experience is what, that's the definition of a Sony game, right? A single player, the best Sony games are all single player adult experience. And they do that well. Like that is their bread and butter. And I get that aspect with them. But to me, it's a pigeonhole that you can stay in because a lot of those games also come from third-party developers as well, too. So you're looking at games like Resident Evil. I'm a big Resident Evil fan. I love Resident Evil 4, my best Resident Evil game. But they come from third-party developers. You know, what are you even talking about? Um, uh, what's the one that um, Ubisoft makes again? I can't remember that game. Assassin's Creed, which a lot of people play. That's a big selling game too. But again, this, a lot of these games come from third-party developers. Like, I would rather, like, if Sony did Game Pass, it would make more sense to me. I'm like, why are you sitting down? You can do this. If Sony, think about it. Like, you're talking like about that, right? But if Sony did a Game Pass where you know that anytime an Uncharted comes, you're already playing it. Like, you're not even wasting any time, right? You're not thinking twice about that. Anytime a Spider-Man comes, anytime a God of War comes out, that is the thing that I'm I'm more surprised that Sony's watching Microsoft do this. And I'm going, you people are, honestly, you are dumb. I'll put it that way. You've got the IPs to actually even pull it off. Microsoft is telling everybody that the last conference and going, any of our games that we make, you get it on Game Pass Day 1, like off the bat. You, you're not paying any extra. You, like you just get it. And they I did that. That's all good and well, but you know, I'm, I'm saying the next generation of consoles and all those games that you're lauding on game plan can be played on an Xbox One X, Xbox One X, Xbox One. So what incentive do you have as an Xbox gamer even to get an Xbox Series X? Graphics, like all next-gen games. That's literally it. No, no, I mean, I'm sorry, though. The thing, the thing you're talking about, like I like the fact that, look, I can scale up. That's why as a PC gamer, I like the graphics. And because the only, reason that, the only reason that Ghost of Tsushima is lauded by everyone, it looks really good. It's a good-looking game. But people who've played the game will tell you mechanics in terms of aiming are terrible. You cannot lock onto a single character. That It still plays well enough, but it still has issues. 
So well, every game has issues. No, no, but but I'm just saying that that's the thing is that the game looks beautiful. So if I can make it look better in 8K or 4K or whatever the console gives me, that's why I moved to that console. That's it's the graphics. It's not it's not necessarily the games. It's just because it's only okay. on. Okay, all right. So I mean, you, think about it, right? So you are saying that graphics is enough of a reason for you to upgrade, even though you can play all those games for the next two years, you can play all those Xbox Game Pack games on your current Xbox. You're saying that graphics is enough of a deterrent or enough of a uh, of an influence for you to move up to the Series X. Yeah, I've got so, an AK TV sitting out here, man. I got to take well, advantage of it. Well, buddy, nothing that will show the Xbox game showcase so, uh, showcasing graphics that you uh, will make me want to move up to the Series X, man. So what's going on? No, I'm not disagreeing with you that. I know that I know what the console can do, but I also know that everything that was shown on Sony's PlayStation was all rendered on PC. None of that stuff is ready. See, here's the difference though. I've been going to E3 for years. I know how these guys do business, right? Everything's all rendered on PC until the very last minute is done. So none of that stuff like freaks me out. I'm like, until launch day, until like I get the thing and I go, or I get a review and I go, okay, this is crap. Because they do it all the time. Like to me, that doesn't bother me, like personally. I mean, that's all good. Well, but when we saw the game that Sony showcased, they look a thousand times better than what we thought Microsoft showcased. I, again, like I said, for me as an industry insider, I already know it's rendered on PC, well, well, and I'll wait. And I'll wait to day okay. one. Well, you using I, your logic, you just said everything's rendered on PC. Well, if that's the case, that means that the Xbox games were rendered on PC and the Sony games were rendered on PC, but the Sony games still look a thousand times better. What are we talking about, Thunder? What are we talking about here? What I'm talking about, rendered on PC, meaning that either they're rendering on specs that actually don't match the specs that they have. That's the difference. Or oh, it's not even fully, fully developed. Every Look, all these things run on stages. This is why, you, look, when you get when you actually look at game development and you look how games are made, they give you out a, they give you an alpha. An alpha does not look anywhere great. You give you a beta. It looks really good, but not a lot of things at it. And then, of course, it comes out that, okay, we hear that Sony stuff was all rendered on PC. That is not PlayStation dev kits, but have just similar rendering patterns, which means it's similar. doesn't mean it is in the first place because there's some things they need to add, take out. We don't know. So we'll see when the game comes out. The other thing also, again, you look at Microsoft side, you go, okay, this was rendered on, on older hardware and not newer hardware. Now, it's their fault that they didn't showcase it and just spice it up. That's PR, right? That's, that's a PR blunder. I get it. But again, like I said, I've seen this year, like for years, I've seen companies do this and tell you the game looks this way. And then when you play it, you're like, what is this crap? So I don't care about that until the, till I either see a game that I like in terms of like gameplay and then it drops and I'm going, okay, all right, this is what it is. But for me, it's a way. Then again, like I said, I'm a PC gamer. I'm used to better graphic, graphic fidelity than anything they can produce. So I can't even even look at it. I just have to just wait and see till the very last moment. Bro, your your PC math rate stays over number, man. Once the three thousand PS five come out, you might put your kids your PC. Dude, dude you have no just idea. <laughs> you have no idea what I run, man. Any of my weakest machine will beat both the PlayStation and Xbox combined. Seriously. You can't even get the parts and all system on PC right now. They're not even out on it. It's about what are you talking about? <laughs> so I'm gonna go back to what I've been highlighting for the past two days. I, I, you know what? I'm a, I'll give you this. The Microsoft business model is probably superior because it will make them more money over time. I will give you that. But when we talk about the point of entry, selling next generation consoles, their business model is getting stomped to the curb by Sony right now. Any Everything that happened at that Xbox game showcase, nothing happened. Basically, what happened was Microsoft maybe wants to go out and run out and get a PS5 right today. Like, I wanted to go pre-order PS5 immediately after that Xbox game showcase. And that is the problem that I have with Microsoft. Yeah, Xbox Game Pass is good, but if you're not giving people a reason to buy the console, then you can't lock them into Xbox Game Pass. So you got to no, no. See, see, that's where you missed the point. I missed the point. Huh? You missed the point. I'm, I, look, I'm going to go back to. I'm going to give you a history lesson here. Everyone said the same thing when the Nintendo Wii came out. They're like, it's not powerful. These games look like crap. Why would I buy it? This and that. It's the same arguments. The same set of arguments, right? And the Wii came out and kicked us. Now, I'm not saying that this will actually kick the same ass as the Wii, but the Wii came out and kicked everyone's ass. What Microsoft is telling you that is basically a couple of things. So we do have the one, we have a rumor that there's a cheaper Xbox, just like there's a cheaper PlayStation, right? One's digital, one's with disc, but the cheaper one's gonna run at 2K, which supposedly is gonna be about 200 bucks. So Microsoft is going the strategy of saying, 
you really do to 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 actually be in the Xbox ecosystem. We have a scale for you. You can go strictly PC or on your smartphone with Game Pass and you're done. Or you can go to the highest resolution possible with the Xbox Series X and you're fine. That's what they're going with. And that's what they're telling people is like the barrier of entry is less. Because here's the problem with, with gaming is you have to buy a console. That's what even Google's trying to do. And Google has Google has the easiest barrier of entry, but they've not done a good job with it. Is that you have to buy a console. So you're looking at this from the business model from the gamer aspect. And they're going, the gaming industry makes a lot of money from a very small set of people. But gaming makes the most amount of money from people who are not true gamers. How do we get them in without actually making them buy a console? Because once it's the game pass that's getting them in, it's not the console. Because then you now go, okay, I've got an AK TV, right? Now I got to take advantage of it. That's it. That's, that's the mindset process. It's not the console that does it. They've gone the other way. And yeah, for a lot of gamers, you go, oh, yes, I want the PlayStation because the PlayStation looks cool. Like to me, as, as, a, as a gamer, like PlayStation is no different. Like it really, there's nothing different to it to me than the fact that PlayStation has now has an updated controller that feels more like an Xbox controller in terms of look. That's it. Right, it doesn't. It doesn't do anything more. I mean, it's not like the, it's not like the Nintendo. We brought motion controls, whether it was good or bad. There's nothing new with them, other than more horsepower. Again, there's a battle race, more teraflops, more storage, uh, more loading, less loading times. Those things will always continue. They're trying to say, you know what? We're gonna get those people who have money who like to play games, but are going. I don't want to sit down and play games like that. Those are gamers, but they still play games in their mobile phone, right? Well, I'm basically, I basically agree with you like 10 minutes ago. Over the long term, Microsoft will make more money from their business model. I will give you that. I continued that 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about selling these next generation boxes. Sony is going to trounce them right now. So I'm, I'm not disagreeing. See, that part of you, I'm not disagreeing with you them at all, but I'm just saying okay. that they don't care. That's the funny part. Microsoft doesn't care. They should hear No, you should. Do you know why? Because one of the biggest things they mentioned that nobody, everybody missed, is said all their, all the servers for um, what do you call it again? Game Pass will start running on Xbox Series X. So even if you don't sell it, that's where those servers go. As long as people are running Game Pass, that's what's powering. You're basically powered by an Xbox Series X. So that's you moving. And they okay. talked about. They also talked about those units going to other systems within the company. Right, that's right. how they're thinking. They're like, if you don't sell the console, as long as people are playing the games, we're good. All right, okay. All right. one uh, another question for you. So, obviously, we know the PlayStation is going to have a PlayStation uh, with a disk drive and then a PlayStation 5 digital. They are the exact same system, but one has a disk drive and the other one does not. As opposed to Xbox, where you have the Series X and then you have maybe the, uh, this, I guess, the Xbox Series S, the Lockhart Edition. Yeah. Um, it, w- it will be an all-digital version, but it's going to be a depowered. It's not going to be the same system. What? How? How do they expect to get away with that? Like, how, how does that work? Like I said, scalability. They treat so they're treating it. They're treating it the same way as so. Basically, the lock card supposed to be rumored, right? It's supposed to be two K resolution, right? Um, max for the lock card, and then of course Series X and PS Five are four K. Do not believe them when they tell you eight K resolution. None of them could do it. No. So just call it four K sixty. Right. Solid 4K 60. What the what the um, uh, Lockhart can do is literally 1080 60 or 1080 20. Solid on that. And the room, like I said, if the rumors are, are true at that $200 price range, you're not going, you want to get in. They're basically telling you you want to get in on certain levels. That's all they're doing. That's where they are. And they and I, I mean, and it's fine to make that non, you know, non-disc drive at that level. You're like, it's all digital because you're trying to push Game Pass, right? So you might as well just download the games and be done with. So it all for for that to work, it's just the price, whatever price range it comes in. Because if it comes at two hundred, then a holiday at a early holiday sale, you're gonna see less than less than uh, two hundred dollars. Then you start getting people to buy. It's so much easier because again, it's the battle of. Think about it. It's always the battle of do I get in at the same price at $4.99 each 
or do I go get a second console that, okay, fine, it's got something I like that is way cheaper. That's the same philosophy. Again, they're using the same philosophy Nintendo use, which is called the blue ocean strategy of literally going in and saying, there are so many competitors. If we become second, we will always be the one that you will play because you know what? You already have the first one. Here's the second one. That's the mentality you go with. Whether it works or not, or whether they push it right, that depends on Microsoft as a whole. Oh man, <laughs> I just, like I said, I'm I'm an OG gamer, man. Like like you're one of the old school YouTubers. I'm an old school gamer, man. Not just this whole Microsoft new bangy business thing doesn't really appeal to me. But again, I understand they'll make the money in the long run because that's that's where technology is going. So, 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 so you see, see, that's the thing for me. Being, I mean, I mean, I'm an old school gamer. Like when I see you, OG, I'm OG. Look. My first console, like the first system I ever played was an Atari 2600, my buddy's Bam. house, right? Yep. That's where I first started. I had an, Then I got an NES, and then my buddy got a Super Nintendo, and then we had a Game Boy. Me and yep. my buddy used to share a Game Boy. Then we had the Atari 3DO, um, and then we had a you know a Sega Mega Drive, which is what we called it back home. We had the Genesis, uh, you know, Master System, like all these, all these consoles, like constantly. But, but we grew up with console wars. I get it. Like, we are stuck in console wars. It was, it was you know, like, why am I playing, an, you know, why am I playing a, a Genesis? You know, I mean, I've got Nintendo, man. You know, the Nintendo. I refused. So when the PlayStation came out, I refused to buy an N64. I mean, sorry. I refused to buy a PlayStation because I was a big Nintendo fan. I was like, no way. N64 all the way. I refused to touch PlayStation games. I said they were trash, even though they were not, because I was a diehard Nintendo fan. Mm -hmm. I my first PlayStation was a PlayStation Four. That's the first one I bought. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Wow. I I, I bought a, I bought a GameCube. I I was like, yes, GameCube going to change the world. Of course, it did not. Then I bought an Xbox. So Microsoft won me over because like I just refused to buy a PlayStation. Right. I was like, Sony's the enemy. So I went and I bought I bought an Xbox. And the PlayStation 3, my roommate had a PlayStation 3 then. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll play, as I play more PlayStation games. But when I, when I moved out, I was like, all right, I need to, I need to get a PS4. There's some things I like, I see there, right? So we're used to that. I want us to break away from that where I want to be able to play the games I like to play, which is why I love being a PC gamer. Because on the PC land, it's literally, you build what you want in terms of system, system specs. I've got three PC builds. I've got one that's an Intel Core i5, the new one. I've got a AMD 3950X that literally smokes anything on the market. And then I've got a Threadripper. I can run anything I want to run, anything. So for me, graphics is not the issue. It's about giving me the experience. And on PC, I can plug a controller if I want to. Simple. So I want people to experience that freedom of gaming where you get to play and enjoy anything you want. It's not about, like, I really don't care about it's because it's PlayStation or what. Like, PlayStation not give me an experience that is different. It's just on PlayStation. It's not like there's something special about the controller that that's the only way you can play the game. It really isn't. So I want to have that experience where anywhere I go, I can pick up a game and play. I, I can pick up God of War and finish it. I still haven't finished that one yet. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I heard a rumor on, on a somebody's YouTube channel that said uh, Sony might be unveiling the God of War sequel. Uh, at oh, yeah, I, I, heard that. Next week. I heard that too. Um, you know, it's, it's gonna go. Oh, boy. I mean, Microsoft's already pushing up days and they dropped that God of War trailer. Whew, might be a wrap at Fox Series X. Oh, no. No, nah, nah, it won't ah. be a wrap. It's going to be, look, it's going to be, it's going to be, look, it's going to be one of those things where at the end of the day, you're going to get the PlayStation fans hyped up, right? Um, and what Microsoft needs to do is they need to start. I honestly, what they need to do is start showing some of the IPs that they have yeah. that is to develop. I, I agree on that part. They need to show that stuff. But I think what what they need to do is also let people know where. Oh, finally, it's back. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you move. <laughs> they, they need. They need to. They need. They need to show those games. So one of the biggest games I'm waiting for is Perfect Dark which was you know, a game from N64 that you know they got from Rare. So I would like to see that. Um, they also have, I think they own Battletoads now, which is, uh, Battletoads was such a great game growing up. So those are the kind of things where you hype it up, you show it, and you give that showcase. 
from what I heard from this one, a couple of rumors was like Microsoft was trying to show that every game that they own will be on Game Pass. Trying to just tell you that it was, it was, take it right, it was basically a Game Pass hype. That's what it was, right? It wasn't an Xbox Series I. So what they now need to do is they need to show that and they need to show some games that just look like, just even if you fake it, just fake it and make to say, this yeah. is going to be. Wow, give us a reason to care, give a damn about the Series X. That's what we want. That's what the people are looking for. Because even Xbox fans, like the general consensus is that Microsoft didn't do enough to convince the hardcore Xbox fans that the Series X is worth a damn. But they have another event supposedly coming later on this year, so maybe they'll get it done. No, they have they have two more events. So one, more events. okay, yeah, one is going to show. I think one one event is going to showcase um, Lockhart. At X and show you the scalability. That's that's what I'm thinking it's going to be. And then another one is going to be like launch games and pricing, where you're going to say where they're going to say, hey, look, it's going to be this is going to be cheaper, and this one is going to be you know. Listen, man, I'm getting tired of Sony Microsoft holding back the pricing for the pre-order. Can we just get it on already? I, I need time. Come on, you, you, know, you know the price, man. It's going to be it's going to be four. It's going to be four ninety nine. Yeah. Well, okay, can we get on with that? So I can get my money stacking right. Come on, Microsoft. Come on, Sony. Down. Just get your money stacked right now. I mean, remember the debacle of the PlayStation 3 mm, when shit. the PlayStation was priced at 600 bucks. And, and then the Sony Sony president said you have to work a second job to get it. That just pissed me off with Sony. That's why I just yeah. like, you know, forget you guys. Yeah, they, I don't think they're going to make that mistake. I don't think that they're going to be both priced the same price, honestly. I'm, well, at least it's the Siri text and the F5, uh, PS5 level anyway. I think they're both going to be like 499 or $599, whatever they would have. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, the most they're going yeah, to be price. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I really think they're going to both be priced the same price, and then we're going to see what's going on with that. I think it's going to be priced the same. I think what I think what's going to happen is Microsoft is going to have a, a bundle next year with Game Pass. So basically, you're going to say here's an Xbox, hundred dollars more, with two hundred games, and not just two hundred games. Is remember when you we saw Halo, whatever launched the title, you get it. And I think that's what they're going to do. They, and they then do so, things and they do that, yeah. Yeah, and, and Sony Sony's gonna basically Sony's Sony's gonna try and push the fact that it's the most powerful console, even though it's not. Again, like to me with the consoles is really funny because they are made by the same person, AMD. AMD, yep. So no doubt, there man. is no way one is more powerful than the other. One is more specialized in one way or the other, sure. Yeah. But because no matter how it is, it's gonna leak out. They're like, yo, what's Sony doing, man? What what are they doing over there? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we learn ain't nothing from the lad or latest digital time, nothing in private, and your privacy is an illusion. Everything is out there. People are leaking files everywhere. Nothing is yeah. in house anymore. Nothing. But Thunder E border work, another awesome conversation. And this is why I have to have you back on the podcast because me and you, we always like go, go head to head. It's like it's a beautiful thing, man. But thank you for the time. I appreciate you. Uh, no problem. And thanks for having me on. And um, look, it was a good time. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for everyone in the chat. I'm just, I'm looking at chat and, you know, people are putting the system specs and gamers out there. See, look at my people, man. Look at, look at it. You know, Genesis is like, I hope AMD does a flagship GPU. They will come out with a GPU this year. Uh, big Navi, but um, all the, all the stuff we've heard from NVIDIA's GPU, it looks pretty nice for it. So basically the rumor is the NVIDIA 37, the 3070 GPU has the same performance as a 2080 Ti at a price of 500 bucks. And then your 3080 and 3090 are supposed to give you about 20 to 30 more performance boosts over a 2080 Ti. So oh, as, a, yeah. as a PC gamer, I mean like, so that's the thing is like whatever you think your PlayStation or Xbox is gonna do, we have 30% more on top of that crap. Just, just put it that way. It's like, just, just, bro. Just, just a little. Just like, cares about just like that. Just like, like that. Y'all like like in the minority, man. Y'all in the minority. Y'all like console like games, baby. It's console time. Y'all people. Before we go. Tell that, tell that to everybody who loses to a PC gamer on Warzone. Be like, I'm tired of playing PC gamers, keyboard and mouse. Y'all need to play in console time, baby. It's next year console time. PC gamer fall back. Just fall back. You're not even in conversation. PC gamer time left the conversation. See, I, I love it, right? Genesis is like, aren't consoles cute? Yeah, they're cute. They're nice little, um, you know, living room ornaments and decorations. Make your living room nice and aesthetic, you know. Especially the PlayStation has that nice aesthetic look. You know, I mean, and the Xbox looks like a, a, a nice big router. 
the good thing is you can skin it, you know, from D-Brand. So you I can mean, that shit all over the place. I mean, we got, we got National Direction Concert Wars and the PT game. Like, oh, we're, we're here. We're, we're here. We're here, too. Nah. <laughs> nah I'm saying, look, look. Y'all need to fall back. <laughs> what we're trying to tell you is that, look, we've been playing 4K for a while. Y'all been trained playing faux 4K. <laughs> faux, right? And by the time you get a 4K, we'll be at 8K and we'll be like, yo, we want to go to like 10K or something. Like, you know, like we we can do whatever we want. <laughs> we will see you PC gamers on Xbox Series X, on PlayStation 5 this holiday. That's what we'll see y'all because y'all know what it is. Y'all know what time it is. Shout out to those of y'all listening on audio only. Thank you for listening to another episode of Vibe Drive. Thank you for hanging with me and my man, Thunder E, Border Work. Also, thank you to the Colonel for making his special, special appearance. I appreciate the Colonel popping in, no doubt. If you guys want to go check out Border Work content, all his links will be in the show notes. Definitely check him out. Also, if you guys want to support or donate to the podcast, uh, those links will be in the show notes as well. Again, not required, but anything that you're willing to contribute, greatly, greatly appreciate it. But please, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I need y'all to go down there and leave that rating review so we can get these podcast ratings up so I can get back into the top 200 of tech podcasts on Apple Podcasts. So please, if you're listening on audio only, Go down there and leave that rating review on Apple Podcasts. And thank you for listening to another episode of Vibe Drive. But until the next time, this is your boy Viper, the man about tech. You know where to find me. So come back for more.